welcome back to the OWA Talks podcast. I am your co-host, Stephanie, here with my co-host, Sandra. And for the month of June, our fabulous guest is Jonna Neal, who is actually the Senior Vice President of Operations at Xyloware Eyewear. Welcome, Jonna. Well, thank you for having me. <laughs> uh, so why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about your background. My name is John, as you said, my name is Jonna Neal. I've been with Xyloware for 20, um, 21 years. I, my career started in Delaware, um, and that's what I've been doing for the last 21 years with Delaware. Optical industry was something I just stumbled upon. I actually looked for a part-time job. I was in school in a newspaper, and, and I know that's like unheard of these days, but it was an article in a newspaper, and um, I applied. didn't really think I was going to get applied for a receptionist position, and they called me back to do customer service then. From there, it's just been 21 years, and it's gone by relatively quickly, relatively quickly. I love it. You don't hear much about people getting their job in the newspaper anymore. We always ask our guests about how and why they got involved with the OWA, and we know that you've had a, a long history. So would you be willing to share that with us? Yes. So I was at a champagne breakfast. It was about, I, I don't want to quote what year it was. Um, there were three women, all phenomenal. In fact, they were out. I'm happy to say I served on the board with all three. Deb Boken, Janelle Portland, I'm probably saying her name incorrectly. She has since then left um, OW and Ashley Mills. They were all getting awards at the time, and something just spoke to me that day at the breakfast. Um, it said, do more and get involved. And I'm in operations, so that tends to be more internal. And so anyone in the optic community, if you are more of an internal person, maybe not in sales, maybe not in marketing, you do more things that are internal to your corporation company. Um, the OWA was a external outlet for me to get um, to network a little bit more with other women, like-minded women, uh, to gain some mentors, gain some um, optical friends, and it just provided a whole different experience for me. I urge those. If you are, like I said, internally, that there, there may be some people in finance, some people in HR, some people in like supply chain who you really don't get to maybe expand a little bit outside the office, the OW provides that platform for you to kind of get, like I said, some external, I'm going to say positive impacts. What were some of the challenges you faced early on in your career and how did you overcome them? I think most people, some challenges you may have is what to do next. Where do you stand? If you're at this, I always tell people, if you get that itchy, that itch, sometimes when you're waking up, you feel your day is like monotonous. How do you ask for more? How do you reach out for more? How do you find maybe someone you can speak to and say, hey, what did you do? How did you um, move up? I, I was very timid. Um, like I said, uh, I started when I was five. So, you know, it's I've been in 20, I'm here 21 years, I'm playing. But I, I was relatively young joining the um, optical community and timid and didn't know how to ask questions and didn't know how to say, hey, I can do that or, hey, I noticed something. So the biggest challenge I had was actually speaking up. That was the biggest challenge I had. And in my my personal life, I had no problem speaking up, right? I'm like this super per person, like in my family, I'm always speaking up, I'm always offering. But my professional life, I tended to be a little more timid and kind of just did the work that was in front of me. The challenge was me speaking up. And then until that journey I took to decide, I'm going to speak up. I'm going to ask for more. I'm going to put myself out there. I'm going to say, I can do this. This person is not better than me. I can do the exact same thing. 
Um, until you get that confidence to speak up, I would say the biggest challenge is just that, is my challenge with speaking up. Since then, I've probably mastered that. <laughs> so you've had a very successful career at Xyloware. And so I'd love to hear about that, that journey. Would you be willing to walk us through from starting out as a receptionist to becoming an executive? I'm 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 pretty blessed and a majority of the I'm gonna say people at Sideware are pretty blessed because you do you're not a name, um, you are a person. So when I joined, uh, I was in school and I think it was noticed that, you know, this was a person who was here and wanted to advance themselves personally. So there were opportunities for me to apply within the company. You don't really hear people being at companies 21 years as much as you do anymore. Here, it's very common, very common at the at the company. I also have a great set of peers that I work with, fantastic group of women that we all kind of just, you know, we all come from different, what we call expertise. Some are in sales, some are in marketing, some are um, in finance, product. And then here I am in operations and we all come from different walks of life in our personal lives in different areas of the world. And we all just had the pleasure of having some fantastic mentors that are actually my bosses um, in the optical in the optical industry. And they pushed in. And, and I will say at times I used to be upset and frustrated, like, why are they pushing me? Why are they asking for this? And I didn't know in the background, like the pushing is what actually led me to where I am today. So, like I said, speaking up, being pushed, understanding the challenges. So I came in, I was in school, I applied to be a receptionist. They called me back to do customer service. I did that for about a little under a year. They approached me as being like a sales administrator. So I got a little taste of working with the sales team, which was like completely done. And I totally understand when people want to be on the phone for hours and stuff, because maybe they're in the, the car driving. So I became very friendly with our account managers and sales team. Uh, then I moved back to customer service, managed the customer service team. And one thing we're big on here at Zalaware is that it's, it's customer service is huge, like huge, huge, huge. Bottom line is that what we did. So I think coming from the sales and doing customer service, that kind of taught me how to be more vocal. Like I said, so I'm already, I was timid at one point. Now I'm speaking up. Now I'm dealing with account managers and sales reps. Now I'm dealing with customers. So it provided the platform for me to start interacting and speaking up more, providing more humor and things like that. Got into operations. And from there, I was the business operations manager, the director of VP and now senior VP. I work with anything, out, I would say more so outside of sales, marketing and product development. My job just gives me an opportunity to, I do, I still do work with customers. I still, I work with everybody internally and it's basically, we try to just, my job is to get the job done. So it's anything that's a lot of uh, projects come my way. I'm very solution driven. And I think that's something that within the optical industry, as everyone knows, it's a, it's a niche industry. It's very somewhat small, but it's also very big and everybody knows who everybody is. So um, the OWA was something that I joined. The Vision Council was another kind of platform that I joined up, just teach that taught me and brought me all walks of life, how everything goes on um, from optical. So that that's where I am today. That's where we are. You've really built it, your career from the ground up, and that's very impressive. So I am blown away by your story. And I starting at the bottom to where you're at today is it's inspirational, I think. Um, so in your opinion, 
What are some of the key traits or skills that have helped you succeed in your career? How can others think about their key traits and skills to help them build their careers? Uh, first, I want to say I appreciate the comment about the inspiration. That's super sweet. Thank you. Um, how can I? How can we help? I'm, I'm thinking if I was my me today, who what I would say to myself, maybe like I said 21 years ago, the the biggest thing I would say is this: speaking up. Um, I would tell other people. I believe that was the question. To just if you can sit back and see um, what can be done. Uh, a lot of people tend to just sit back and kind of watch things happen it's relatively you have to make things the people that make things happen are really the people that change the day-to-day life like what more what can I do today that's going to have an impact tomorrow or the next year how can I speak up and show this person like I said similar to me who was who was who was the timid person for the most part I'm probably considered an introvert but for them a lot of people think I'm an extrovert totally not but like I said speaking up um is a huge thing literally going up to people in optical that you may look up to and saying hey i've watched you i like you like um can you give me some pointers some ideas saying hello to people literally going up to people shaking their hand or saying hey stephanie hansonger this is a great platform how did you get what made you want to do the podcast you know like speaking back to people finding out what other people want to do something that may be of interest to me that maybe of a huge interest to someone else and maybe my story is, is really really somebody else's story there's probably the 20 21 year old a person who's joining optical right now who's probably just joining just to get a check like let's be you know kind of clear not thinking they're going to stay there for you know half their life you can it, it life is really what you make it so if you want to come into a job and you want to make this maybe your career and you can see something it very well can be that so my um advice would be like I said what do you want to do where do you want to be you know what I mean if it's a you know advance your career then ask for those promotions ask ask, what can I do how can I be a value here I want to stay here long term can you provide some type of like you know journey for me if I go along this journey with you what does it mean you know tell let uh, them know what you're offering as well my advice would just be to speak up my advice would be to just, like I said, put yourself out there and, you know, join these. There's a lot of external, um, similar to the OWA, that you can join, you know, volunteer outside of your day-to-day career that will help you advance your career in other ways. So can you discuss some of the exciting initiatives happening at OWA and how they're helping to shape the future of the optical industry? Yes. So right now I chair will co-chair the Connections Enrichment Committee. We actually have our first, uh, it was announced at the breakfast, champagne breakfast. We're having our first optical women's retreat in October. And this is going to be an off-site, um, actually in the, uh, I don't want to say where, but it's be announced soon. It's going to be off-site over a weekend and it's going to be a relaxed kind of day-to-day. And it's it's pulling people outside of their uh, day-to-day lives and really connecting with other women in optical. I'm excited and happy um, that this is coming. I, I, it was it, it was time. We saw that from the champagne breakfast. We saw that from the uh, the luncheons at West, that it was time to do something that, that was just OWA focused. Uh, we still do the, you know, talk about the books. We do fireside chats. That's another way for people to kind of connect people who have been in optical much longer than me. I'm still meeting and still learning people, learning, you know, meeting and connecting with people even at even in this part of my um career. 
I still really feel like I just joined Optical as crazy as it sounds, but I have, there's two people that connected with the fireside chat, totally different um, areas of Optical and we keep in touch now, you know, day to day. And there's things I do, you know, call them and ask them and, and they'll call me and ask me um, certain things in Optical. We are still doing, they have job boards, um, you know, things like that. They have student initiatives. There's a lot of benefits that OWB provides. And the biggest thing I can say to is just go, just attend one event. If you if you don't go to Vision Expo East and you don't go to Vision Expo West, try one of the fireside chats or just join or just reach out to the OWA. Hey, I'm interested in joining their different committees. Um, and like I said, the network of women is fantastic and phenomenal. I'm blessed. Like I said, I kind of joined. I said I wanted to do more. I kept raising my hand. I kept saying, hey, how can I participate? If there was a anything that they ever threw out, I always put my hand up. Hey, I'm 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 for it. I'm with it. How can I be of service? How can I help? And um I, I I've been very blessed to have been kind of mentored through uh the OWA and you know, here I am today, you know, on the board. What do you see as the biggest trends and challenges facing the optical profession currently? And how do you think professionals in the field can stay ahead of the curve? I think um, since I've been in optical, it's just been a huge change in maybe even maybe about the buying behavior, uh, how even companies, how companies are ran, a change in just even like the trade, the, the trade shows, it's, it's huge. I would say to stay ahead of the curve, these networks I'm telling you about that are, are geared towards advancement and development of yourself and advancement and development, you know, like the women obstacles, such as the OWA. These are areas where you can come and you can talk and you can say, hey, these are the challenges I'm facing. I think just like I said, staying ahead of the curve is also changing as well. You know, being moving with the changes, you know, noticing that at, at one point when I joined Optical, there was no like online read. There was no you know, you couldn't buy frames online. Like that's, and I feel like I sound like a dinosaur right now, but you really couldn't buy frames online. It was like unheard of, like who buys frames online, right? Like who, who, how are they going to fit? How are they going to measure? Let's look, look now. As soon as you go in, like you open your Google, there's frames there. So I think just staying relative to change. I know that there's even social media is a huge thing now. Like a lot of people, you know, advertising, Advertise in all the different ways that you can. Do the social media, do the regular print, do the, you know, like just, just move with what you see is happening in the industry, what you see is happening in the world. You know, as optical is technically, well, you know, a medical device. The frames are considered a medical device. Getting your eyes checked is a medical thing. Going to medical school, it's a medical field, but there's also fun and fashion in it. Like what other industry do you know that brings this medical and this fashion together? What other industry do you know that there's like a, a a association of technically friendly competitors that come together and talk, you know, like, or people that go to a trade show and everyone's shaking hands and drinking coffee. Like at the end of the day, we, we all come together for one big, one thing, right? And that's to help people see. That's to help people get better vision. That's to help people, you know, like stay within the trends of fashion. It's just, it's such a great industry to be in, if you ask me. Glad I kind of stumbled upon it and I stay, I'll probably be here for life. Um, but, and you know, you do notice a lot of people will tell you an optical, once you're in, you're in, right? That's it. You're like, there's no, you, even if you're in sharing stuff, optical, if you're in 
design, fashion, whatever, like once you kind of stay, you stay. So your journey has been very inspirational and you've shared so much about how you've done things to, to advance where you want to go. There may be some people who want to advance and don't know how to do it, or they may be unsure of how to get started. What advice might you have for them for things that they might be able to do today to take that next step or things that they could do to to get forward for things to advance their ne- their career to the next steps? I would say find a mentor, find a person, a sponsor, find a person that's going to guide you. If this, if if you're in, like I said, someone like me who wasn't really in the field or in the like ex- external optical world, if there's someone internally within your job, and some people see talent and they they pull it right out of them, right? They 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 they're. I tend to believe that there's people at my particular company. Like if I see a spark in them, I kind of ride them a little bit because someone saw a spark in me and thank goodness they were, you know pulled it out of me a little bit find a mentor ask questions look for ways that you can move around or just talk read a little bit about like hey read you know a lot of things when we're I tend to love is that if we're looking for someone to join let's say our company and they come and they 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 tell us hey I read your company and X, Y, and Z, I heard that Dollar has been around for a hundred years and we don't really hear stuff like that. You know, that is always impressive to me because that shows me that you care where you want to be. You know what I mean? Like you're not just looking at this as if it's just my next job. You kind of are taking, you're, you're, you're taking a huge, huge, huge leap and a huge thought into what you're going to do next. If you want to stay, advance your career, I would also say if there's any classes or courses you can take, if you're a, if you're a person that's into like marketing, look into, you know, like social media, someone similar to me, like I said, who's in like more operations, see what, uh, what other, there's also different groups for the actual um, position you're in. So there's like oper- women in operations, you know what I mean? There's women in uh, marketing, there's different platforms that you can find. The OWA just kind of goes, it goes full circle. It has everybody, you know, like in the optical industry. So try to look for those external factors that will help you. There are also a lot of small companies. And the other thing is a lot of people work remotely these days, right? So how do you, if I, I don't really interact with people. I don't, I don't even know what my boss looks like physically. You know, I've seen them in a Zoom. I don't know if they're tall, short, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if, I don't know anything about this person. Ask to meet them. <laughs> hey. I work remote, you know, I've only seen you on this small, you know, like six by six square for the last, you know, six months. Is it possible that I can, you know, maybe we can meet for a lunch date? Is there any way we can, you know, just community, you know, like something like a meeting greet, ask those things, want to get to really know and invest, kind of invest where you're going to be at. You're at work more than you're at home, if you think about it, right? So it's, you want to be, you want to feel invested where you are. So, like I said, ask the questions, find a mentor, and just, you know, expand a little bit. So looking back at your career, uh, is there anything that you would have done differently? I I think I've had a great journey, uh, my professional career. Maybe earlier on, I would have asked to been a a little more exposed to the external factors. Because at one point, I didn't, you know, know what the bigger picture was, right? So until I think I went to a vision expo maybe two years into my being at, you know, my, as I'm aware, 
And I remember just going to Expo and I'm like, how many, like, a frame is just basically two lenses and like, you know, like plastic or metal or whatever. How is there so many different styles of frames? Like, and how much can really go into a lens or, or what kind of like eye therapy or eye surgery is there out there? I think I would have kind of leaked a little bit more into optical itself early, much early on um, in my career because I was I was just stunned. And once I kind of knew full circle what it meant, what we were doing, you know, as a company um, and what the optical industry does for day-to-day -day life, you know, you hear people with cataracts and all types of people not going to the eye doctor, like all types of things that are just like crazy to me. people that are outside in the sun without sunglasses it just blows my mind right now right like it literally blows my mind like I am like the sunglass police at home like my neighbors my family like what are you doing like it's such a stress to your eyeballs but um and I have to say eyeballs uh I probably would have just leaped a little deeper when I started and known that from the beginning that this was a it was such a much bigger journey for me a, a bigger I just feel like now, like the, the the optical industry in itself is just such an amazing, you know, it, it's an amazing field to be in. So what are your future goals for the optical profession and how do you continue to plan growing and developing your own career? So my, uh, <laughs> I think my future plans are continuing to still um, be being that 20, 21 year old female who's eager to learn, who's still going to ask the questions. Who's still going to say, Sandra and Stephanie, how did you, what made you decide to do this podcast? Mm -hmm. Who's going to say, uh, are you comfortable behind the screen or in front of the screen? Who's still going to ask to be men mentored by anyone I meet? Who's still going to say hello to somebody that I, I may have saw, may, may, make a speech somewhere and let them know my, I'm impressed by them. That's still going to be me. I am going back to take some um, more classes in the business world because I got that itch and the itch was like hey you know like there's the world is changing and you're I'm changing with it so I know that in order for me to change and grow I need to start putting a little bit of knowledge back into myself also taking advice from I hate I would I want to say the younger generation because I, I feel so I'm still young <laughs> but still taking advice from the likes the teenagers who are telling me like what's 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 happening now like where is everyone going to find fashion? Where is everyone going to find news? Like people really discount taking advice from uh, different generations. And I, I'm all for it. Like I will talk to the seven-year-old, right? Who's playing soccer outside. We, we have a huge sports safety going on here at the job. That's something big that I, I'm not, a, I don't have any biological children, but I have tons of God kids. And they're all playing sports. And now I'm like, why are you don't have any sports safety? And what's going on with that? Like, what's happening? You know, like, I'm trying to be the spokesperson to everyone. So I would probably say developing a career is to still asking questions. And, and like I said, that that was new to me. And this is something that I'm now pushing. So I think just going back, advancing myself and still asking the questions, still raising the hands and still saying I want to volunteer. So as we finish up today, we always ask every guest that we have, if you could share your kind of parting words or your last piece of advice for our listeners. I guess I would share optical is changing. The OWA is a, is a great way to get some, to join a great association. I'm not just saying that it really helped me. I kind of found my voice and 
I found a great, great, great group of women that just really pushed me. Um, like I said, I've been blessed in my professional life to be at a company that that's so valuing me and like I, that wanted to push me and, and it, it's out there, you know, like I, I feel we're always tending to look for what's the next best thing. And sometimes it's right in front of you, right? And if if, if you're willing and able to make the decision um, to move with it, and my advice would be that, like I said, if you have an itch, scratch it. You know, if you're feeling stagnant, say something. If you notice that there's something maybe that you can change, offer their, you know, offer their advice and say, hey, I'm noticing something. I noticed that, you know, when we do this, this happens. This is my suggestion. Speak up, you know, have humor. Don't feel like um, your voice is not heard. It means something, you know. You don't have to be the quiet person speak up, you know what I mean? So my last piece of advice would just be, be your own advocate, be your own advocate for yourself. And if you can find a mentor, and I'm sure you can, there's, there's a bunch um, of mentors, well, people wanting to mentor people through optical, find a mentor and just work with them and speak to them and tell them what's going on. Tell them like, don't be afraid to to speak up. That would be my advice. Optical is um it's a great 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 industry and that that would probably be it. It's not going anywhere. The vision is such a huge thing. It's a huge thing, so it's not going anywhere. Wonderful last piece of advice, and I have to say I like that the the theme throughout the podcast was you talking about speaking up for yourself, and I think you're really a testament to what happens when you do. So thank you so much for sharing your story with us today. And giving us a little advice on how we can help, you know, speak up for ourselves. So thank you. Well, thank you for having me, Stephanie and Sandra. This was um, great, uh, fantastic. I appreciate um, taking the time. Well, thank you again for joining us. And we'll see everyone in our next episode.